So on this episode of the Hartford County Living Podcast, I was fortunate enough to have a good friend of mine back on. Um, she is uh, actually seeking a new venture, and I know she's going to do very well at it because she's just got the mindset for it. Uh, Ramblin' Heart Studio and Marketplace, uh, which is opening up, actually is open now. Um, and it's right there in on Bel Air Road, I think across the street from Walmart. I think it's 1900 Bel Air Road. So I have Aaron Shara and Jessica Wright on the uh, on this podcast talking about uh, their new venture. And I also have uh, two young gentlemen, um, Ben Murr and Garrett Adams, who Ben owns a production company, Grand Production Films, and uh, has already done a feature film. They've done music videos. His goal is, what he would love to do, is have a film festival here in Hartford County, uh, preferably down you know, the southern part of the county in Joppa, Joppa Town area. And, of course, we have Trisha. Uh, you know, Miss Trisha Soaps is co-hosting this with me, and you probably hear her kicking me under the table because there are a couple times we went off topic, and, uh, God, I don't know how, but we Dropped a lot of names on this one again. So uh, sit back, enjoy. And of course, I want to thank Green Machine Lawns for sponsoring this one again. Uh, they, it, you know, wintertime's coming, but people still have their leaves out there. So if you need your leaves raked up, give them a call. And then, of course, when winter comes, you need your snow removal, get a hold of them as well. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. Ah, uh, fall's here. Leaves are changing colors. Which also means they're falling all over the ground. And that's the part everybody hates is getting out there just cleaning up all those leaves. Well, call Green Machine Lawns. Green Machine Lawns will go ahead and take care of the leaf removal for you. And if you still need your grass cut, they'll take care of that as well. So give them a holler. Tell them Rich from Harford County Living sent you. Just call them right now at 443-863-YARD. That's 443-863-YARD. like to welcome everybody to the Hartford County Living Podcast. We actually have a full table again today. Um, somebody was on with us back in the past and has been ignoring me, decided to come back on. <laughs> so we have Aaron and Jessica. Aaron was on a little while ago and they're opening up a new store. We have uh, Ben and Garrett uh, from Grand Production Films and the soap lady is my co-host today. Sorry. Hello. Miss Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you did the arts festival, didn't you? I did do a, the arts festival. How'd you do? I did pretty good, and I made. So, I had some great conversations, and the uh, neighboring vendors were so polite. Great conversations because I, I wasn't there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think it was Lions Club that was uh, selling hot dogs and sausages. No, we weren't. Oh, I thought it was you guys. No. 
No, we weren't down there. The Leos were supposed to be there, but they didn't get anything submitted. No supposed art. To. Yeah, well, I, I contacted Teresa ahead of time and let her know. You got an honorable so. mention. Did you? <laughs> yeah, they didn't have any. They didn't have a subcategory. So. Well, that's good. On the spot, they made one. <laughs> that's oh, good. That's tell awesome. people. Do you give? Uh, tell people to uh, sample it. Go down to the river and just wash up. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> give it to some of the snakehead fish down there. Yep. I, I did. I did notice a couple, one or two that looked like they needed that. <laughs> the snakehead fish or people? People. Jeez. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so Aaron and Jessica. Aaron, the, the truck is it gone? No. The, okay. The Ramblin' Rose Mobile Boutique is not gone, and she will be very much a part of this new venture. Um, but I have kind of outgrown her a little, just a smidge, and so. Um, <laughs> I need some other space in order to expand the boutique and basically have, you know. Is the clothesline growing that big? For uh, yes, I always it get is. the name Lula Lula Row. Yeah, that. Yes, <laughs> yes. We we literally have I get about tongue tied. Yeah, I know. It's it's a mouthful. That's for sure. But we have like literally probably almost fifty different styles now. Really? Wow. It's yeah. It's it's insane. <laughs> so. Before you tell us about the story, let people know because okay. last time I talked, I was shocked. I always thought. Lula Row. Yes. Oh, I got it right. You got it right. I always thought it was just women's clothes. No. And it's not. There's no. men's clothes. Men's clothes and kids. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, so a I lot of people don't know. I knew yep. about the kids. I didn't know about the men. Yeah, yeah. They have um they have a few like men's shirt styles that they have come out with and well, um every vendor that I've ever seen only has women's clothes. women's clothes. Yeah. So I do carry the guys. I was gonna say it's because oh, you've never bit. seen Aaron at an event then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Her yeah. husband would make sure she had some exactly, of the men's clothes. Exactly, he does. He made sure that I started carrying Look the men's good. clothes. Yep. So yeah. But it's mainly shirts. Mainly shirts for the guys right now. Yep. Okay. And then we have a new um, denim jacket that we launched over the summer, and it's called the Kenny, and it's more of a unisex kind of denim jacket. Like you know, you can find it in more feminine prints, but it's also just in plain denim and you know more masculine colors. Do you say it's so. called the Kenny? It's called the Kenny. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I th I'm thinking. I'm just picturing South Park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should be a hoodie. Yeah. Oh my God, the cool Kenny! Well, that's gonna be. That's, now you've just inspired me. I'm gonna make a meme for my group. There you go. <laughs> With Kenny. Oh jeez. Okay, so you have the store. And, but it's going to be more than just clothes, right? It's going to be more than just clothes. We're, we're trying to um, basically make this marketplace um, store to be a mecca for small businesses, artists, crafts, you know, people who need a place to sell their wares and don't really know where to go. Right. So that is the whole part about, you know, this that excites me and Jessica so much is helping other businesses. You know, that's always been, you know, my passion with getting into LuLaRoe, building a team. I'm a trainer with the company. Um, you know, is to help other people, empower them to grow their businesses. So, um, you know, that was the idea behind this space because I know when I was starting out, I had nowhere to go. You know, if I wanted to rent space because I didn't, I couldn't set up my boutique in my house, my house is too small. So I had no choice. I had to build a mobile boutique or stop my business. But, you know, I had trouble finding event space up here. And I think I kind of touched on that a little bit yeah. when I came in last time to talk. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I had, had trouble finding a place to be able to like do open houses and have my customers come and shop. And, you know, right. so I knew I can't be the only person around who has a small business who wants to get to the next level but you don't have any place to do it because I mean if you yeah. 
you think about it. If you want to rent a hotel, you want to do anything like that where you have space to gather and, you know, show your wares, show your, you know, products, your services, you know, it's going to cost you a pretty penny. And when you're first starting out in business, it's an an expense most of us can't afford. Yeah, it's hugely. Yeah, so, you know, that's the whole idea of the marketplace is to attract vendors who want to have that space to be able to showcase their wares. We're going to have regular shop hours. So it's kind of like you're doing an event at, you know, the Joppa Town Arts Festival, but it's going to be a permanent thing. Uh And we're going to have a rotating list of people. There's going to be some people that are going to want to rent from us all the time, and they'll be there all the time. And then there's going to be some people that are just coming in and saying, hey, you know, I'm going to try this for a month or two. I'm going to see how it goes or, you know, or I'm going to try it once and see how it goes and, you know. So it's like a... It's like a flea market, but it's not a flea it's market. It's not a flea market, no. But I'm, when I say different vendors. Right, different vendors. It kind of I guess that's wrong. Like a salon or a suite well, or whatever they're doing now. It kind of well, expanded yeah. from, we were uh, up in Jarrettsville, because like Aaron and I have known each other for a while. Um, but it was up in Jarrettsville doing an event. Um, and, of course, you have the different vendors that rent a spot, a table, right. however you want to look at it. And we decided to kind of take over for somebody that was doing the armory. So we doing events at the armory. Yeah, doing events at the armory. So we started (coughs) doing, I think, probably the last almost two years. Almost two years. Doing events at the armory where you have again different vendors, whether it's a direct sales company, you know, literal arts and craft, because I do homemade stuff, and um, um, so different variety of of different vendors. And Aaron knew we both talked about it in different conversations that when I retire, I would love to have a store. This has been something on my mind for the last couple of years. Um, and basically what we're doing now was the idea is to have different vendors have a place that's permanent. That way you're not searching all kinds of places to try to do an event or, you know, some do well, some don't. don't. Right. So it kind of expanded from the armory to say, well, let's see um, if we could do a permanent place that had regular hours that if somebody wanted to just rent a table for one day a month or a week or you know permanently that that would be there for them and it's always rotating so you're never necessarily going to have the same companies there you know there's a lot of direct sales there's a lot of people around um, Harford County especially that do some kind of homemade or home crafting or anything like that that they sell and do um, I've tried to get into some of the stores that are more of a consignment. It's really hard to yeah. get in Wait there lists and, and sometimes so. expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Um, so if you have something to where you kind of have a routine, then you have customers that will come in and you never know if it's the same stuff that's going to be there. It's always going to be kind of a variety of, of different things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was our – and then we also in this have we a have studio. Space. We have studio space. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can actually have people come in and do paint nights, craft nights, ah. workshops, and that yes. sort of thing. So we have – Show sure films. So what? Yeah. <laughs> well, we have, Whatever you want to do. We have a photographer yep. that's renting She's space for us space. and doing yep. stuff. Yep. Um, so, uh, we have yep. somebody that wants to do um, – Kids classes. Yeah. Kids and, music uh, classes. Like the uh, oil massages. Yep. Like the Reiki. Right. right. Yep. You know, that's so a great idea. Yeah, like yeah. A permanent so. craft fair. It is. It is. Basically. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, it is. and that's why it, we've we've it, it because it's not something that's normal here. <laughs> it's really hard to explain yeah. to people what it we're is. trying to do. You know, like they think that they have to be there permanently. No. No. You don't. Wait a minute. So a vendor can set up, but doesn't have to be there. Well, no, they, no, can, they no, don't. They, they can set there. up for one day, right. oh, okay. but they don't have to <laughs> yeah. set up there. Like if you go to a consignment, some of the consignment shops that you know it's that you put 
you you say there, you kind of have to be there for a certain amount of time and sign a contract for right. Yeah. Okay. If, a, if a vendor, you know, just can afford to do once a month, and they can go in there and pick their day and do once a month. And how life changing you know? would that be? To, like, say somebody who is small and just starting out in their business and tries to find events, and you go to events and you don't really know because you don't have that foot traffic. Right. You never know. An event yeah. could be great or an event could be dead. You just don't know, and especially if it's outside. So yeah. if they have a permanent space that's actually getting foot traffic coming in every single week, and suppose they do two days a month, and they actually make profit for two days a month, I mean, that can be life-changing to a business. It sounds yeah. small and insignificant, but it really, really is It can isn't. make a big you difference. You know, and then that way, you know, we wanted to allow people that flexibility to be able to say, okay, why well, I, I can only afford one or two days now, yeah. but maybe down the road I can take more. That's great. We're there. Right. You know, it'll be there for you if you want it. So, oh, yeah. you know, that's kind of what our philosophy <laughs> is, is because... We know what it's like to try and run your business on a shoestring and be successful with it. And it's not always easy to get the word out about your business. So exactly. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that the truth? It's not. It's so not. it really gives a small business owner who is timid about making that huge leap to yeah. just tiptoe up to, to tiptoe up to it. You know, it yeah. also it's a mean, great it's way a, to put it. It's, <laughs> I mean, the camaraderie because I did events and you meet some people and the only way that I kind of expanded mine was when I joined a small business group. And you get networking to networking. Networking is really key. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the that. thing <laughs> oh, yeah. is when you're in this, you know, you're going to meet, um, you know, somebody that wants to start out and is not sure, you know, how to go about it or how to to sell their business or whatever. Yep. You've got a network of people that are starting out all the way to somebody that's been there for years <laughs> that can give you a ton of your ideas to whether you're advertising on your page, how they do events you know maybe doing a workshop with their stuff you know mm-hmm. and it just it's it opens things up for them when you're talking to other people and networking yep. you know so yeah, you're going to have a bunch of vendors there you know from all gamuts to where right. they're going to help you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're keeping it local which is what i like yeah yes. you, yes. you know how big i am yes. supporting local absolutely yeah. um, absolutely and i think that's yeah, yeah, that's and I, I mean, I live in Bel Air, and yep. I've been here for several years. I started several <laughs> years, uh, started this business several. It was very hard to do the events, you yeah. know. Yeah. I'm just now starting to where people are emailing me saying, "Hey, I got your car. Do you want to, you know?" Yeah. Um, but that's the same thing. You could spend all kinds of money and not be sure if it, there is some things, some events that you think, "Oh well, we'll see how this does." Does really awesome. Some events that are really huge, and you're like, "Uh, you know." Right. So if you have a place that you kind of have a camaraderie with the other ladies because you may see them regularly you make friends like I said you network Um, and that's you know, it's going to be, it's, it's a community for mm-hmm. us, a small business really community. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's, that's kind of how we're pushing it on the vendor side of it. But then on the consumer side of it, you know, we're trying to also make it a nice shopping experience for everybody. It's a boutique. It's going to be mm-hmm. fun. It's going to, there's going to be clothes. There's going to be handcrafts. There's going to be jewelry. There's going to be collectibles. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to gear it more towards, you know, small business artisans, right. crafts, people, you know, with a sprinkling of drop sales companies kind of pushed in there. Um, you know, but from that experience, you know, we, we want it to be a place like, you know, our tagline, I just came up with this the other night and Jessica was like, oh, it's good, it's good, put it on the flyer. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, where girlfriends gather, basically, because, you know, like, uh, I know, isn't that cute? 
One of our vendors who's long term and he's already signed a one year lease with us is, you know, he's he's, he's doing he's, the man cave. He's doing the man cave. Like we'll have a whole room dedicated to man cave stuff. What? So it's not just gonna be for the ladies. Yes. Aww. Man cave stuff. Yes. It's so. it's basically <laughs> the way he put it was is is for somebody that's hard to buy for that has everything right. that you yes. know what you find. I think I lost my man cave and became a she shit. I was taking too long to get it finished. Well, there you go. So <laughs> you can just come to our well, shop. We have stuff from our shisha, too. Right. We'll have, we have it all. You guys can both come. There you go. How, what's the square footage of the place? Uh, Probably about 2,100 square feet. Really? Yeah, that's maybe. That's maybe 2,000. Yeah. yeah. Between that's the upstairs and the it's, it's a house. Yeah, it's and a house. house. It's it has oh, really a house. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It has different rooms. We actually yep. have a kitchen that, yes. you know, we can, yep. um, we have vendors that we'll have vendors are bakers that or, you know, yeah. tastings wow. and stuff like that. So they'll like have that. their little I was going to say, because that, that could be yeah. something good. If you could get, like, a local chef to come in there and... Yeah, it's got a, it, oh, man. It's a small kitchen, but it's a full kitchen. It's a full right. kitchen, yeah. literally. You know. <laughs> I get, well, I guess if you do some, well, if you do something like that, would it be your responsibility for the health inspector, or because it's his own? Well, business? we're thinking you more like vendors who have like packaged goods, like granolas and things oh. like that. You know, cookies already packaged yeah. up. You know, so oh, that way. Cook. Now, if you have somebody, <laughs> for instance, like. Uh, Pamper Chef or Tastefully Simple, right. those companies can go to people's houses and they can cook. Right. Right. You know, right. if so we have some kind of yeah, te- yeah, demonstrations, technically yeah. They, they can do that. Mm-hmm. So for something like that, yeah, we could sit there and do that if we're having, you know, some kind of event, open house, yeah. or it's a busy right. weekend or holidays, whatever. Um, they can go in there and. But and we have haven't explored up. anything with you know because it's not really not a commercial kitchen. It's not yeah. really equipped for that. But you know, it, it, it's okay for like small things. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. And where's it located at? We are actually at 1900 Bel Air Road in Falston. Two one zero four seven, right so across the street from Walmart. Pretty much right across the street from Walmart. Oh wow! Yes. <laughs> so great visibility, um, pretty good easy access in and out. Awesome and traffic Road going through there too. Crazy. Yeah. You know, which our signs are already up on the building. We've already put those up. Um, So, yeah, we're shooting for the second weekend of November to be open, and that's our open house. Okay. November 10th and the 11th, you know, and you'll probably get your Christmas list knocked out. So, yeah, we're we're excited. I I know you say you're opening in November, and I'm sure this will probably air in November, but, well, it's not going to air in December. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Do you have a grand opening date Mm -hmm. set up? Yeah. When's that going to be? That's going to be 10th and 11th. November 10th and 11th. Oh, wow. That's our grand opening weekend. Yes. Oh, wow. It's okay. coming along. It's coming along. I didn't know if you were going to do it. You know, some people wait a month out. I didn't know well, if you were going to do it that way or not. Well, we started doing stuff in September. August, really. Yeah, we, we, well, really? we started getting ideas, but we yeah. started with the with the lease and, and doing stuff in the house and yeah. everything else in September. Yeah. Okay. What's the website? We don't have a website. <gasps> what? Say. I know. We have a Facebook page. We do have a Facebook page. It's Ramblin' Heart Studio and Marketplace. So okay. if you if you type that into Facebook, you should be able to find us very easily. Okay. So, but we don't have a website quite yet. <sighs> I know we'll get there. Just we'll so happens, there. I know a guy that does on me. Good. Now, so. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> the um, today <laughs> you I got lost completely oh, no. there now. Um, so and tell your vendors this too, which I'm sure you probably do, but it. If they want to get the word out, tell them to come on the podcast. Absolutely. For the Actually, you Absolutely. said there's You know rooms. I'm going to promote you, Rich. Come on. There's rooms up there. Yes. There's rooms. We have two rooms upstairs. We have a larger event space, which we can fit about 20 to 25 people to do like paint nights, you know, workshops, craft workshops. And then you have a smaller space where our photographer 
people kind of want to use that as like you know where they're going to shoot indoor scenes and things like that because the one girl that we have our one photographer friend she's you know she does portraiture so how many vendors you thinking at one time we could can be set up there downstairs well in the rooms uh we have about 14 i think 14 15 wow no, 17 i think it was 17 with yes. everybody 17 and then we also have wall space that we're going to put shelves if they right. want to right. just rent a shelf for right. something for people that service-based businesses who don't necessarily and have a then, product to sell um, but they want to get the word out right we were planning on having a bulletin board set up somewhere in there with everyone's information if you're vending course, with us yeah, services, feel free to yeah. leave your cards feel free to leave your flyers you know so people can you know if somebody comes to us and says well i really need a photographer okay well here's megan's stuff you know take her stuff we know you know megan's great Nice. you know so and then we have the kitchen it's all about promoting too. other people's business so all right let's say um i don't know let's, let's say i sell wigs for guys uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i only want a shelf right all right so i display my wigs mm -hmm. but i can't be there okay can somebody come in and buy my wig or do i have to be there to ring them up how's that work we're actually working on having that ability to be able to do that well, i guess it would be like a consignment so it's shop kind of like a consignment yeah. yes we're working on that and we want to introduce that but it's going to be like a slow going process because like i said just still has a full-time job i still have my business you know that i right. have to run and the shop's only open thursday through sunday so that right now that's the hours we're keeping it for the shop part the rooms they can run at any time so mm -hmm. you know we'll have a full schedule of rooms i mean we could probably turn over our event our event space rooms three times a day easily mm -hmm. um so you know so as far as that's concerned you know we're working on that but it's just a matter of you know i don't want to take on too much before right. we have the manpower to to handle that so yeah. And yeah. you're going to have Rose row out front, right? The uh, row, row will be out front a lot. She okay. Will, yeah. Got to have that extra attraction to pull she people will, in. She will be out there when I'm, yes, when I'm. When you're there. When I'm there. Okay. <laughs> you need <laughs> a ride. <laughs> <laughs> now, is, okay, so the studio, how big is that? It's 13 by 15 is one. Yeah, is the one studio. And the mm -hmm. other one is, I think it's 11 by 13. Yeah, yeah. So hmm. nice size rooms. Nice size rooms. Lots um, of storage. The reason I'm asking, I'm thinking a little segue here, but I'm thinking <laughs> somebody might be able to feature a film there that they've done. <laughs> they might. Yeah. You know, yes, absolutely. Just saying, just an idea. You know, you guys got the tech skills, you know, these two rooms are not open to one another, but you can definitely put screens and hook it all in and you guys, you got it covered. So, yeah. No, his Somebody on, has that knowledge. His stuff's on DVD and all that now, so, you know. It's all run through the box right there, right? I actually had a question for you. Sure. Like, um, what is what do you see as, like, the dream? As, like, what is your main goal? Like, you'd be really happy if this was your business at the end of the day. Like, <sighs> for, for this particular piece of it? Mm -hmm. um, I think for me, it's that empowerment piece to help other businesses achieve what they want to achieve. You know, I mean, not mm -hmm. only is it helping me to get a bigger audience for my business and it's, you know, this is relieving a problem for me with my own business. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. It's allowing me more space and to branch out a little bit from what I do right now. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day for me, it's creating that sense of community and creating yes. a great group of people who have the same vision of, you know, growing their businesses and helping each other out to grow their businesses and to, um, you know, expand the whole, you know, shop local, you know, because I mean, anyone can go to Walmart and shop, yeah. you know, but are you really going to have the same experience going to Walmart to shop as you are going to come to, you know, somebody like Jess and she's going to make this beautiful gift for your mom and, you know, your mom's going to absolutely adore it because it came from your heart. 
you know. Yeah. So it's, you know, that that at the end of the day is what really gets me. And that's what I want to see. I want to see this thriving business of, you know, artists, craftspeople, and vendors who want to, you know, and small grow business, and small businesses small are business coming around, yeah. uh, you know, a lot more <laughs> yeah. now. And yep. yeah. helping them expand their businesses is, you know, just awesome, especially knowing what we kind of went through to get to where we're at. And I think that's key, too. I think you're starting to see more people realize how important it is to support the small businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I hate, when I started Hartford County Living, it was mainly for that, to, to push you know, small businesses and promote good, positive news, nothing negative. <coughs> and one of the things I cannot stand is to see a local business shut their doors. Yeah. I, I hate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Prime example, open, remember Open Door Cafe? It used to be up in Bel Air. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, where Bob ran. Now. And when yeah. he had to close it, oh my God, that I broke know. my heart. Right. Love that place. Right. You know, and there's, you know, some other ones out there, but yep. it's, you don't, they don't get the support. Now, on the other hand, you do have some, and this is another thing that irks me, you see this a lot. Um, I ain't going to mention any names, but I, I, I know a couple of restaurants that do this. They'll put the shop local, support local, and all that out there. Right. But at the same time, they don't. So I think that's what a lot of local businesses don't realize. They want everybody to support them. But they, in turn, also have to support local businesses yes. and organizations. Exactly. Um, you know, we were talking about Larry Delbridge earlier, you know, yeah. Town Grill and Pump. <clears throat> you know, that's one of the things I, I love about that place. They support so many people, I don't want to say just in the county, but throughout the state. You know, um, yeah. another one, I mentioned PJ, Patrick Chambers, Web IXI. He's another one that supports a lot, a lot of local businesses. Well, he's really involved with the Downtown Alliance in Bel yes. He runs that basic. And PJ, I think, is a Southern, uh, southern Rotary and all that. Yeah, they do yeah, all the it's, um, networking meetings for downtown. It's Bel-Air. key, and I think that's why you're starting to see more local businesses and entrepreneurs spring up and become successful. <clears throat> yeah. Because they realize it's the old saying, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It's true. And it, it is true. It, it makes, I mean, sometimes... When you have, uh, I'm not a big city girl. I've always been more of a country. Right. You know, I grew up in uh, back and forth in the military in Germany, and one of the things that that I remember is those small towns, and you knew everybody, and you supported each other. You know, and that's I think that's what small businesses do. You yes. make that, you have that not yeah. that big city feel where it's just so fast paced and everything else. You have that small business that you. You know that you know everybody, and, and you can talk to them, and, and come up with ideas. And hey, you know we really need help with this. You know I'll scratch back, back you scratch yeah. your, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. And to to bring that back to, you know to Harford County, so it doesn't have that because stressful right. And it's you so know, nothing against big no. cities. I know people like those, but no. you know no, and it's that homey that, that homey you know. feel. Like I mean, I've only lived here for seventeen years, so I'm not a native. But you know, from the time that we've lived up here, I have seen a difference. You know, I mean, and there's so many big corporations mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm. in. You know, and big businesses moving in that are you know it's like we don't want this place to become just like every other you know highway you see along you know yeah. we want it like Mayberry RFD when you're going you know there through you Delaware go. to see yeah, yeah exactly you seriously know? keep I mean, that flavor keep that hometown feel keep you know what oh, makes yeah. this place unique and keep it rural yeah. that's uh, one of the reasons I love so going rural. to like Bel Air and, and Hammond Grace 
you know, because you see so many local. Habit of Grace, oh my God, every time I go out there. Habit of Grace is awesome. Oh, I love Habit of Grace. Is. I would move there in a heartbeat. Hey, I, I mean, could. that's the <laughs> only local department store I know of is yep. Joseph's. Yep. I don't know of any yep. other ones. Yep, exactly. You know, um, but, and of course, the history, that's a, I know, yeah. thing. the history is amazing up yeah. there. Another yeah. great place for a film festival. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think do they do one there, or they used to? Habit of Grace would be a great place to shoot uh, a I thought they, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it is. Re, I know they made some films there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But I thought they did a film festival there, oh, too. Maybe, maybe. I can't remember. But there's so much going on up there. It's exciting. You know, there with the opening up the new, um, with the opera house that just, you know, they opened that back up. and. Yes. So have cool. you been there yet? No, I haven't. Oh, mm -hmm. my no. God. You no. have got to go I up there. I need to work less, but that doesn't happen. You, I mean, <laughs> that, um, I stopped up there. And talk to Rebecca mm -hmm. because we're, we're actually going to do a podcast from there. Oh, nice! Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, so about doing a podcast in a historic place. That's awesome. Let's yeah. turn off the lights and do it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> 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 Bring your camera. I'm going to be. You're going to do that for uh, Halloween, right? <laughs> well, it's, actually, it's because of the history. I'm taking my brother-in-law, but I'm also taking one of my. Um, he's retired now. One of my teachers. He taught history back in high school. Oh wow. And he's been on my podcast. You, did you go to Chop Town? No. Okay. I was gonna say he's, I don't, you're too young. You probably won't remember <laughs> anyway. Um, but be, just because a lot of people in in the county still don't know about the history either. Yeah. Mm -mm. I mean, we went way off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> we did go way off. I blame you. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, you talk, well, that's right, because we're talking about Joseph's and the yeah, Opera downtown, House and all that. Yeah, so. Well, you um, know, to get back on topic, leave it to the co-host. Meanwhile, Trisha's kicking me. Shut up, Rich. <laughs> when it comes to the to the history and the hospitality, no matter how much you fake it, you can't get it genuine hospitality, which is small businesses and local businesses you get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't fake that. Nope. Yeah, because okay. they believe, one of the things <laughs> is they believe in their product and what they're selling. Yeah. They're yeah. putting their heart into it. You know, it, it's, it's sometimes the big the companies, you know, they have so much stuff. And, you oh, know, yeah. you have people working there because a lot of them need jobs or whatever. But, you know, the small businesses, that's their heart. That's yeah. their business. That's what they're coming from and selling, you know, to you because yeah. that's what they believe in. That's true. Because, I mean, I know you, Aaron Lowe's, how long you've been doing, what do you do, jewelry? No, my business is called Heart and Soul Charm. I actually. Good guess, though. Heart, heart, and, soul. heart and Soul Charm. It's something that, because when, the story behind it is that when my husband and I were married, being German, and I, I always say, Ich liebe dich, Herz und Seele, which basically yeah. means I love you, heart and soul. Okay. And, and so that's what I ended up calling my business. Oh. And um, the symbol is, you know, the two hearts interconnected with an infinity through, okay. you know. Um, but I do, I, I started a long time ago when I was um, in school, uh, middle school. I learned how to sew. I learned how to cook. I did artwork. And then, you know, life happens, you have kids. I did costumes and everything else. But now my kids yeah. are older, in their 20s, and um, having kids of their own. And I got back into it. So I started out doing wreaths. Um, I paint glass, uh, wine glasses and glass and do stuff. And it's just expanded. I'm, I'm wanting to work on a jewelry line um, with metal. I found out that I really love doing wire work. So I do sun catchers, awesome I sun do dream catchers, <laughs> and, dream catchers. Um, wow. and things like that. So I do anything that interests me, I add, you know, add to it. 
Um, so that's basically, I'm still a work in progress, I think any business really is, <laughs> right. because, you know, society changes on what their likes are, mm -hmm. so I'm always adding, you know, stuff and changing, changing it up, around. you know. So but you love what you're doing. I do, I really do love what I'm doing, um, yeah. because it's my, being an introvert, like we were talking about, um, it's something that I, uh, any stresses of the day, I put my... Um, energy and everything like that in what I do you know so that's yeah it does come from the heart see and I think that's key like you said that's key too for making a small business mm -hmm. successful because granted we know it happens you do get people who start a small business because they think they can make money with it real quick yeah and their Absolutely. heart's not there right and the, what you're getting is a bad product it shows yeah. real quick yeah. You get out what you put in, and that's exactly. always that's the case. Always the case. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, th this I started as a hobby. <laughs> I had no intentions of it being a business, but I didn't know it was going to blow up, but I love doing it. That's right. Well, I've done, I mean, in the workforce, I've been working since I was 12. Um, <laughs> military, you could do that. Right, you know, yeah. In the summertime, yeah. you had a summer job. Um, but I've worked different things, and, you know, Unless your heart is really into it, it's not going to be successful and it's not going to last very long. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is something that comes from my energy and, and me. And so that, you know, that's why I want to continue it, you know, and keep She going. inspires me to be more creative. So, oh, well, and, and <laughs> yeah, your heart's in it. It shows and, yeah, and the quality and everything yeah. of it. And she does. She does beautiful work and she inspires me to then in turn be more creative. Right. Like, you know, when I have days that I feel like, I just really don't want to look at these clothes and I don't want to make an outfit, you know. And I'll just think about something that Jess was said to me and it's like, oh, go make an outfit. <laughs> go put something out there on the internet, you know, just stop. Friendship. Yeah, stop being that way. Right, exactly. <laughs> See, that's so. why I would never be able to do what you do with clothes because my design is jeans and a t shirt. <laughs> that's it. And I love taking you know? somebody like you and making it work well, and, and the funny thing is because everybody's gonna laugh at me here but one of my favorite shows that used to be on bravo was queer eye for the straight guy <laughs> i, I love that show. Yeah. yeah that was fun you know, to see I those guys show. turn around and i'm yes. thinking yes <laughs> okay oh, i was learned what? <laughs> i was so sad that that wasn't that i know anymore well, I the, that they got a new one that's on on netflix called queer but but it ain't the same without the five guys right right the five the fat five exactly they definitely made it oh yeah yeah but yeah, no. I don't think you were going to get Ted Allen off a of chop. You know, he's, no, he's yeah. done. He's Yeah, he's got that gig going on. That's oh, pretty good for him. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I had an off-topic question for you. How long did you live in Germany? Ben, we never grow off-topic. <laughs> <laughs> Another off-topic. My mother is German, okay. so I was actually born in Berlin. Oh. And... Yeah. Um, being a military brat, I was. I've been back and forth there, but it's probably been. How old is my son? Because uh, I came here back to the United States when I was pregnant with him, so he is 28. So it's been wow. about 28 years since where? I've been back there. Where, where, where were you located? Um, um, my dad was stationed in Kaiserslautern and Vogelway, and I was stationed at Sembach. And I went to school in Ramstein, so wow. you know I, I that was, kind of uh, area. My parents are stationed in Darmstadt. Yeah, and then that area. Uh, I traveled a lot. Spot in Heidelberg. My uh, my I have an aunt and uncle that live in Munich, and I used to go to the Norsch. My favorite castle in the world is the Norschwanstein Castle. Right, yeah. You know that's underneath that, and I've traveled a lot on the trains. I love the trains over there, so. 
went a lot of different places, you know, down there. Yeah. So if these two start very talking German, we're in trouble. The only bad thing about doing that is, is uh, unless you know, yeah, I grew up uh, up until probably five or six, I knew how to speak both languages. Um, the problem with it is that if you don't have somebody that speaks to you regularly, right. uh, yeah, and right. actually that's one thing that I kind of right. regret is that my mother didn't do that, is to speak both languages all your life. Mm. When I go back there, it all comes back to me, and I remember <laughs> a lot of it. But when I leave there, it's been 20-some years, I know some words, <laughs> you know, and I can look it up, and I can use the Google to kind of translate some stuff, but it's, it kind of yeah. leaves you. <laughs> yeah. well, my brother just went there, I guess it was a couple years ago, for a wedding, and he said the weddings, or at least the wedding they went to, it was like a, a whole the whole weekend. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, right, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's not there's, like a four-hour wedding. You know, they European countries, out. yeah, they go all out and they celebrate in the town. A lot of times your whole town yeah. celebrate with you. Awesome. And, and they'll celebrate after the couple leaves. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would love to go there, nice. but mainly you want to see the castles yeah. and the cuisine. Absolutely. Yes. That's the one thing I would love, but I don't fly, so, you know, one of the things I would love to do is Just go to there, France. Sleep. What about going on a boat? Would you go on a well, it's a long cruise. It's yeah, a long I was going to say, it, that's a long It's a long cruise. cruise. That's something I actually want to do. Is oh, I would do love those to. Long. I would love I want to do, do like one of the river, the river cruises. We yeah. should go. We should plan that. <laughs> but I want to do the, the cruise overseas in Europe that you go through. Uh, because I've not, even though I've traveled in Germany, I've been to Bavaria, you know, and uh, some countries, um, Monaco, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Though Some of the places I wasn't able to see, you know, Spain and Italy. Yep. Uh, I would love to do a castle tour in Ireland, you know, oh, and stay in the castles. Um, but like they have guy. cruises oh. in Europe that you go <laughs> and you stop at those ports, yep. mm-hmm. you know, so I would love uh, to do sure those. Surely yes. Ireland's definitely on my bucket list. See, With a name like Aaron, come on. Yeah. Well, the, and the funny thing is, because we have Irish in my family, oh, yeah. go figure. But it's not. The only place I really, in all honesty, really want to go, Iceland. Is Iceland really? Yes, because Iceland <laughs> is the most beautiful country. I just isn't that the one that's green and Greenland yeah. is yes. ice? Yeah. 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 I, I just always yeah, wanted to go there. But it's cold. It's beautiful there. <laughs> not though. always cold. cold. Not always cold as you think. No. Mm. It's it's you know. I don't know. My friend just got back from there and she was like literally bundled up like the whole time. You know what? She was cold there. is relative. <laughs> right it's now, this weather. What are we? At? What? Driving over I don't know, we but I know we have the air degrees. conditioner on in here, so it's not that hot. <laughs> well, driving over here, we were at 58 degrees. Back home, I have relatives who are pulling out their sweatshirts at 70. Uh, That's me. <laughs> I do that. And I'm walking I around in, t- in a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm in a t-shirt. Or so in it's the 60s. relative, total relative. Now, with the, with the traveling and the history, you know, I have German history, but on my father's side, I have American Indian. Um, I have been kind of racking my brain it's been a couple year project I'm trying to incorporate some of the artwork from both of those mm-hmm. to put in my stuff you know It'll come. so it's, come. it's it comes in little <laughs> because most of them like uh, American Indian and the German artwork is very uh, symmetrical if it's on right. one side it's on the other you know things like that so to try to you know combine both of those I'm still my grandmother was an uh, artist. She went to Russia mm-hmm. and learned how to do certain artwork and painting and stuff like that. So uh, my grandfather used to do the wood with the German art, um, mm-hmm. do uh. like trunks and, and uh, a coat uh, hangers and things like that. Were, and I have some of his pieces where wow. they would, he would put them together and then my grandmother would paint them with the German art on it. 
Mm-hmm. So. I can't even draw a stick man. <laughs> I used to be a hell of an artist when I was younger, and then it's still there. I don't like, know. Yeah, it's always there. You just have uh, to t- tap into it again. I mean, I draw a stick man. It even looks at me. He's like, God, you made me deformed or something. I mean, it, it's just. <laughs> and I, that may be your artwork. That may be what comes from uh, it. You know. No. Everybody's different. I'll stick with the DJ instead. I'll do that. Boy, Ben, you really got us off topic. <laughs> right, you did. <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. What it is, because you're planning on making a German film, right? Um, no. <laughs> See, I tried to segue into it. I mean, I have German heritage, and I like making films, so that's part of it, I guess. You like drinking beer, too, right? No. <laughs> Not was, so much. It was a fair question. It was a fair question. <laughs> uh, so, Grant, how long have you been doing grand, grand production films now? Uh, so, we've been incorporated for about two years now, but um, I've been making films since I was 12, I think. So, that's about eight years. So, um, it, it's funny because I went to his website, or was it your YouTube channel? I was watching the one film. I'm looking, it's like, because yeah, I, I, like, right <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that ain't. Yeah, where the hell's the beard? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I look Clean very, cut very young without a beard. <laughs> very good, though. Thank you. T- tell everybody the website and everything. So um, our, our website's grandproductionfilms.com. Uh, currently, actually, that's our, our old website. We're redesigning it right now. But um, but it's going to be the same domain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's just we're just cleaning it up and making right. things a little easier to find and um, everything. But the domain will be the same, and the current one's still up. Um, but you can find our work there, uh, contact information, a little bit about our story. You guys um, have a YouTube channel? We do. It's um, Grand Production Films Inc. <laughs> um, <laughs> They'll all be long- linked on the web- on the yeah. Uh, yeah, podcast. That, uh, that uh, you can also find that through our website at the bottom. It has our Facebook, okay. Instagram. Uh, don't have Twitter yet, but explain to everybody what you do because a lot of times when you you know you bring in somebody local and they say Grand Production Films, they're thinking, oh, this guy makes commercials or whatever. No, he does actual movie production. Yeah, indie we, we do both. Yeah, uh, indie films indie. and commercials. Yeah. Well, if you can do indie films, you can do commercials. Indie commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, we do, we do both. We do, uh, we do, do uh, corporate videos, commercials, music videos, but we also do films, indie films, short films. Our first film was actually a feature film. Uh, Garrett with me is my director. Uh, that I, I wrote, wrote and directed Duplicity. Which is the one so that, you saw. Yeah. So he wrote that. Wait a minute! How old were you when you did that? We were in high school. Yeah, oh, wow. we were. Out, we start well. That it took like two or three years to finish it because we were in high school. But we right. started our sophomore year. Priorities. It's actually pretty <laughs> wild. It's you gotta watch because it's. I, I, you're you're hearing. You're, I guess it's you talking, but you're not talking. So it's like it, it's hard to explain, <laughs> explain it. Explain it. Do you know no, no, not like, narrating. It's almost like, like in third person or whatever you call it. Um, well, there there are some scenes where you can hear my thoughts. I yeah, guess. thank you. That's oh. what. Um, but uh, that's what it, I mean because we. I'm like, man, it's pretty deep. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a very deep film. It, it, it is. It, 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 did you watch it all the way through? I have to go back and finish. I was like, I think I had like. 12 minutes ago? Oh, gosh. you yeah. got to watch that last 12 minutes. Okay. That's, that's, that's the best part of the film. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One of those films where you need to take regular breaks because it's it's so... It, it, it can well, be... It's not that, I mean, how long is it total? It's like an hour and 14 it, minutes. Yeah, yeah. regular... Um, so it's, it's not super long, but it's the kind of film that you go back and you watch it again and you're like, oh, 
Oh, oh, that you know, you start to put things but together even even more than you did the first I time you went through. Yeah, you have to you have to check it out. I think okay. you'd really you'd really like. And that. you wrote it back in high school. I wrote it. Yeah, this is my it was my brainchild. I was um, I went into so he and I went to Calvert Hall together. Um, Go Dons! No, I was just there this weekend. At the, <laughs> <laughs> I was just at the car show this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, my I've brother's been there a graduate year. of, of uh, Calvert Hall, oh, so okay, I always okay. have to do that. Get ready for the turkey bowl. My brother's graduate of Loyola, and my oh, cousins gosh. all went to Calvert Hall. That's so. funny. There's always that rivalry. There. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I I came in a year late. I, I came in sophomore year, and I was just finishing up on a on a project, a short film that I had written and directed. Um, and I was finishing up on that project, and I met him in the the audiovisual club that they that they had okay. in the school. And um, I showed him this, and I was like, you know, I'm finishing up on this project, and I got this other one that I'm starting to write and start to put together, but it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a feature film, and, you know, I, I, at this point, I had been producing all my work myself. And I was like, well, you know, I really need a producer. Would you be interested in coming on and, and possibly starring in it, too? And he sent me an audition tape for the main role. I was like, oh, yeah, you, you definitely got to do it, and you're going to produce it, too. And he's like, yeah, that, that's fine. I don't know what I could do without this guy. He's an amazing <laughs> producer. He, you know, gets everything done on time and just like, you know, he, he helps me make my vision reality. So he was fantastic with duplicity. And after that, we were like, all right, well, what's the next big thing we're going to do? And that's what we're working on right now. Are you allowed to say what it is? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So, okay. so, so okay. With, each, with each thing we do, we want to kind of like outdo ourselves. So as as good, as high schoolers just making a film is kind of weird but we're like no let's let's do something more let's make a feature film um so which no high schooler really does uh which also made it hard to go into film festivals because there's not really sections for right. student films that are feature films um but so we did that we shot it in 4k when 4k was still kind of a new thing like it's like the craze um, 4k so it's like the, it's the like hd but i knew that i was touching <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But so we did duplicity as like a psychological mystery thriller. Uh, Sounds awesome. Something you really need to. It's very deep. We actually didn't really understand the story completely. Well, I, mean, I, 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 I understood. You, you did. I, did. I, did. I hope so. You wrote it. <laughs> well, we spent a lot of time like when we were at school. So I covered how we would have like free periods where we right. would just you know you know do homework or go to the library. Well, he and I we'd walk around around the hallway just talking, and I'd explain the story and the character. And it took a, a, a yeah. little bit of time for me to fully like he understood the story. I did. I how it how it worked until and maybe the mechanics like, behind it and the character and maybe like the thought process yeah, like it like maybe right before we finished production it clicked and i was like oh wait oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so even as the lead actor there's parts of it i was like wait what um, which i which i loved about it but so from that we were like okay well how do we do our, outdo ourselves now because by the time we finished that we were just graduating high school we're like what can we do so we we're like garrett was like well i'd like to shoot a film on film and i was like wait okay shoot a film on what on, on film. film so our next film's on Super 16 millimeter film. Get out! Yeah, really? Yeah. So we're working on that now, but um, we've finished maybe about 80 percent of it, uh, actual filming and everything. We had to raise a but we we really wanted to go professional with it, so we went. We found like really professional people who do this for a living. Right. People who had experience with film, which there's still a lot of people to film that way. No. No, okay. there's not. Uh, it's coming <laughs> back. Say, it had to be hard to find the people. Yeah. It's coming exactly. back a little bit, but um, I love that. Kodak in like 2012, they filed for bankruptcy mm -hmm. and everything. Like people don't really shoot on film anymore. They don't yeah. make a lot of film cameras. Like air, the cameras we use are like 
20 years old because the people which is kind of sad because that's a quality that yeah. you really can't no hey. with digital anything music yeah. same thing yep. it is the that's why a lot of people music, are going back to vinyl I hate to, to say it digital music CD will never be as good nope. as vinyl and, and so nope. many people know it and that's why it's starting to come back same, yeah. with, same with film the, you have a, a certain resolution and a certain color reproduction and the grain pattern there's just so much to it yeah. that yeah. feels so real and you know deep down you know as a typical regular audience member you may not notice it but there's always that there's always something there the analog feel to there's it there's a lot of things you I, can pick out mm -hmm. I think those who grew up with film and then have spent time with in the digital er, digital era and then go back to the film would recognize yes. you can appreciate yes. it yeah the yeah quality. absolutely yeah you know absolutely. I, mean, I mean that's one of the things and you watch the old Godzilla movies and everything. <laughs> One of the things I loved was watching the planes come in, and if you look closely, you can see it on wide. <laughs> yeah. and I, I mean, I just, I go back now and watch it, it's like, I love it. We don't you know, care. No. Care. I, I think the nostalgia goggles really help with, with things like yeah. that, but you really oh. learn to appreciate it in the craftsmanship yeah. and the artistry that went into things Psycho like that. Psycho, absolutely. Or Psycho 2. Psycho 2. I remember I'm watching it and getting into it, it's like, oh, oh my God. You can see the boom mic. You love seeing mistakes. So some, yeah. I mean, some people. That's right. the stuff that makes it original. Yes. Right. It, it terrifies original. people like us, though. Yeah. Right. When it's well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, now with digital, and, and one of the things I cannot stand is the CGI. Right. Yeah, to me, that looks, that looks more, more fake than the airplane on the wire. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is CGI has its place and it's very important nowadays, but people overuse it to the point. Yes. You know, right. Where one, one of like the, auto tune. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good you know musical equivalent. One of the Definitely. you know modern directors, Christopher Nolan, he mm -hmm. really pushes for the classic. He shoots all his stuff on film still, nice. um, and he really pushes for the proper mix between CG and real-world stuff to the point yeah. where they, they interact with each other and it blends well. That's good. You know, and, that, and that's, you know, his his uh, space film, uh, Interstellar, I don't know if you guys saw I that. I haven't seen it, but it's, 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 a, it's a great, great one. Um, definitely would highly recommend that. Yeah. You know, being in space and, and all this stuff, it's like, most people would go crazy with the CG, but he pushed, you know, he, he really mixes the two. Right. Yeah, he did. To, 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 you know, complement each other rather than overpower. Yeah. So how long is this new film going to be? So uh, Forever Red is, is what this film Forever. is called. What is it? Forever Red. Forever Red. Forever Red. Okay. Okay. Um, it is going to be about 15 minutes long. It's a short film. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, you know. Probably because it costs too much to get filmed. Oh. <laughs> 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 our budget for a 10-minute film is like 15 times our budget for our 74-minute film. Wow. wow. And uh, it's, it's... But in choosing to do film, we knew we wanted to do film, but we also wanted to do a film that... Uh, was ju justifiably shot on film. Yeah. So right. we we purchased script the script from a writer in England, and mm -hmm. we we're like, this is the this is film is perfect to be shot on yeah. film. It's gritty. It's it's got that feel that like film is perfect for this. I um when when I started the project after you know when we were coming to close on Duplicity, I, I was like, all right, what do I want to do next? You know, I want to really focus on the you know directorial side of mm -hmm. things I really wanted to put my effort into that and kind of already come in and finish somebody's work that they had already started on a, on a screenplay and really you know who's already taken the time to, to refine the characters and to you know make sure the plot worked but at the same time find a story that I myself would have written 
Um, so I went out and there's this website called Script Revolution uh, where you know independent writers can go out and post their work and find filmmakers who are interested really? in, in working with them. Yeah, that's, that's cool. It's, it's a great resource. So I, I can't go for the internet. I know. Right? <laughs> it's it's hard to find indie scripts. It really is. And, and there's so much quality wow. work on there. You know anybody can go on there and find and there there's great search things that you can go and search for feature or short you know length type of character arcs different you know oh. villain types and you know you can go through and search all sorts of different things and I found Forever Red and it fit my the type of film that I would write and I reached out or Ben reached out to the writer and he and I collaborated we worked some things in because it was originally written for the UK so he and I changed it to, to fit you know the the East Coast Maryland right. area um, and it's Turning out to be, you know, what we have so far is really something special. How many actors in this one? Uh, two uh, primary key, actors. Two yes, primary actors, yep. just two. They have, you have, again? Well, I'm in it, but I'm not a key actor. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, we actually, our actors are from Texas and Florida, so we fly them in. We have lodging for the cast and crew. It's all filmed in Maryland. Uh, majority of it is filmed in Southern Maryland. Um, uh Right on the chest of your yeah, back. I mean, I, I spent pretty much all my savings on lawyer fees to make sure I had like everything was solid, found in my company. You know what? Kudos to you for that. For having the savings? No. But he said lawyer fees because there's a lot of people that don't do that, and then they wonder why they get in trouble for copyright infringement or whatever. And so, uh, so I spent pretty much all my money on that, and then we did a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, and Which is still it. up, by the way. Yeah. You guys can can go and look at it. And What's see. that on? Do you have uh, the information? It's on, on Seed and Spark. You yeah. About that. Um, so so right now, so that campaign is actually technically finished. Okay. The campaign is closed. We are going to probably reopen it, but there are donation options through our website as well. Okay. Um, and we have a, what's called a fiscal sponsorship. So basically, any donations you make, if if you decide to do it through our fiscal sponsorship, you'll get a tax deduction. You're basically oh. donating to a nonprofit. Cool. Oh, um, so you are a nonprofit. We aren't a nonprofit, but what the fiscal sponsor does is basically you pay them. They okay. take out a fee for their services. If you fit their specific criteria as like this project is a nonprofit, but you aren't a nonprofit, right? And they basically grant you nonprofit status, like uh, donation wise. So if people donate, they're donating to a nonprofit, and then they. Mm -hmm. Send us after their fee is taken out, uh, the donation. So how is it? Good. I was going to say so. So the middleman is the nonprofit. Yes. Gotcha. We're, so how does that work? If you, I mean, if you guys want to, let's say you want to do another feature film, mm -hmm. and you're talking, you're probably going to laugh at me because it's probably a small, fifty thousand dollar budget or whatever. Mm -hmm. How do you get that money for that budget? I mean, do you get? There's a lot of ways. Yeah. Sponsors, because so, so. I, mean, I see. I always thought the producers put up the money. So there's uh, there's several different ways. Okay. Um, it depends. Legal. On your <laughs> 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 there's still a lot of ways. Yeah, there's, there's even more ways if you're talking that way. But um, so it depends on your objective. First of all, so with Forever Red, our objective isn't to create a profit. It's to experience shooting on film, bring people who don't know, who've never experienced shooting on film and they're like, hey, join us with other professionals yeah. and learn it for yourself. So it's almost and like a training. Go and, yeah, yeah you, we're bringing you go and seasoned professionals and people just getting into it, people like he and I, we're bringing them together and creating something that's, you know, a great mix. On a, 
Yeah, on, on a small scale, oh. we're trying to to bring film back a little bit right. uh, through college students who don't know it, bring putting them together with the professionals who do. Okay. Um, so our objective is to learn, experience that, build connections, and build a resume. So uh, we're not going to get investors. Investors is a big way the big feature films people donate their money, hoping that they'll get a return on their investment. Uh, okay. Our, so I didn't know our how that film's work. not that, uh, but there's other ways you can do. Uh, a large one for indie filmmakers is crowdfunding, which is our the main way we did it. Um, but then you can also get grants. There's a lot of different options for getting grants. Uh, take they take a while, and um, you should probably have a pretty competitive, uh, compelling story right. and uh, marketable aspect to it. Um, it's great if you have uh, if you're bringing uh, attention to minorities and female filmmakers. Mm -hmm. uh, people love that because you're really being very inclusive and it's easier to get uh, grants that way as well. Interesting. But yeah, it's, it's a large part of your objective. Um, and $50,000 for a feature film is a pretty tight budget. <laughs> so I know, I'm just saying, I just... I would be a one-man show. <laughs> I think, I think ultra-low budget for the uh, union starts around like a thousand I think that's yeah. ultra low. Oh, now, now granted, Duplicity was a no budget feature. Well, Duplicity that was like three thousand. That so. was all of our own money, oh, yeah. and that pretty much went to the equipment. So all of our cast and crew, high schoolers, just going at it, doing what they love, and so it was it was really special. Now you say you do music videos as well. Yeah, we we offer a lot of services for uh, local businesses. Uh, <laughs> so we do music videos for uh, bands that kind of it, it's a really great way to like showcase your music. Um, so we, d we do that, plus, I mean, I, I'm a little bit of a musician, not, not a professional or anything, but, but I really enjoy the music aspect of it, so right. we do that. Um, one of our largest clients right now is a company called Final Draft. Uh, they're like the premier script writing software, so I think it's like 95% of all movies are written using that software. It's like Word for filmmakers. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, and so they just launched their like new iteration of their software called Final Draft 11, and so we made videos for them teaching people how to use the software, all the different aspects of that. So that's kind of our largest client right now. So we do we do all, all kinds of stuff, uh, yeah. videos okay. for websites and um, product commercials, stuff like that. And is it just YouTube? Well, he, he, it's his business. I, yeah. I kind of Garrett's I'm just tagging okay. along. Garrett's, Garrett, Garrett, I brought Garrett along uh, to speak on the, the creative side right. film stuff. We do a lot of film stuff together and then it... It's my my company, so I, I really uh, I work with subcon subcontractors, uh, Which depending I would on the project. Project, yeah, Garrett would be a subcontractor okay. depending on the project. Uh, he okay. could, he was a cameraman for our latest music video we shot. Um, Who was that for? Uh, this band called Different Sisters. Um, they play they're they're fairly small, but they play at a lot of local uh, areas and. Um, so we, we so shot you're helping out still. local artists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like I mean, that. My, yeah. mom, my mom always told me like if you want to do something, start in your own backyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's I feel true. like and always remember. Remember this: when you get past Stanley Kubrick and all that, <laughs> just remember where you came from. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, we want to start local, um, help out local small businesses grow their business. I mean, it's it's one of the best return on investments mm -hmm. opportunities is video. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. nothing against words, but people really like to watch things. Uh, oh, they do. Compared to, to yeah, reading them. Well, I got to do this. I don't, you know. I, yeah. Yeah. My, I break cameras. <laughs> well, the sound is a crucial part of film. Well, it, I do. It's it's it, they say it's over over fifty percent of yeah. a movie is, is sound. If you have bad yeah. sound, your film it looks very amateurish. Yeah. So I, 
I still love watching silent movies, so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But you know what? It could be the best movie ever, but if the sound doesn't mash up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pe- pe- people are room. more accepting yeah. of a film that looks subpar than a film that sounds subpar. That's yep. always been the rule. Hmm. Okay. And above all, you'll see a lot of films nowadays that have great sound, great video, and the story is just terrible. Yeah. Like, it's just so predictable. Right, yeah. Uh, but people, watching, right, but people yeah. continue watching it, so <laughs> yeah. that's why they make them. But, so, yeah. but uh, story is a crucial part, which yeah. is... Yeah. So you've done acting, because we saw that, or I saw that, but you don't. <laughs> uh, I acted a little bit when I was younger, and I'm okay. not opposed to the idea of getting back to it, back into it, but right now I'm really focused on directing. But you do more directing than... I, I, I write and direct. I'm Who's your favorite the, director? I'd have to say Stanley Kubrick is oh, probably... Really? Oh yeah, I was like Nolan. I mean, Christopher Nolan's probably one of the best alive today. But Stanley Kubrick is the goat. He's Clockwork the best. Orange. Oh, What's that? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Clockwork Orange, two thousand one. Uh, oh wow. Uh, Eyes wide shut. Full metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Yes. I, ju- I just watched Doctor Strange Love again the other day. I love that one. That one's oh. great too. Um, yeah, he's he's amazing. And then uh, Shining. The Shining, yes. The Shining. I don't know how you could forget that. Right. Halloween's coming up. Right. I'm a huge horror fan. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about The Shining, they should have had a, a one character they should have changed or gotten somebody else to play that character. Oh, the the the, the wife. woman. Yeah. Oh, yes. Shelley Duvall. Every, everybody. Oh, my girlfriend loves The Shining, I and she loathes Shelley Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That, that poor woman, she went through so much. Right, and nobody likes it. She was better as Olive Oil and Puppet. Yeah, she's, 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 she's more of a comedian. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, know. I think that film yeah. took a big toll on her. Yeah. But you can sure never go wrong I'm with sure Jack. No. No. Oh no, no, my gosh. Here's Johnny. He's no. amazing. Uh, now, who's your favorite actor? Me? I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, I don't know. Favorite actor? Uh, I like Steve Carell. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He because you've seen him play serious roles. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's, he's uh, got I mean, a range. Yeah. He's I'm got also, a good range. I mean, I've yeah, never seen a, f- a bad film with Tom Cruise in it. Uh, I, I like him as an actor. I'm not commenting <laughs> on his personal life, but as an actor, he's pretty talented too. But have, you, have, you, have you seen so Eyes Wide Shut yet? No, I really. Oh, uh, you'll, you'll have to. But um, he's I don't know. I I enjoy acting. Right. Uh, but that's not necessarily where I see myself in the future. I, I do want to get into directing, but um, mainly right now I'm a producer. Um, I like taking the project from the beginning. I like the logistics. I like building a business. Um, He's fantastic at it, too. <laughs> so you really enjoy the backseat, kind of? I like it all, really. But okay. right now it just seems like that's what I'm best at. <laughs> um, and okay. then I work myself into films. So our la- one of the films we helped a friend on was called Our Father. Um, and like a couple, like a week before the shoot, two of the actors playing police officers in it backed out. So I was like, "Oh yes, this is my chance." <laughs> <laughs> I be the police officer, and they ha- made me have a terrible mustache in it and everything. <laughs> but I was still in it. Because so. all police officers have terrible mustaches. Well, yeah, but I didn't get a chance to really grow it. It was like oh. a week old mustache. <laughs> so it, looked, it looked very pitiful. <laughs> but, it was taped on and everything. T- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of. Oh, you ever get a chance? My part. I mean, I like. Um, Oh God! Now his name just went straight out of my head. Your favorite actor? Yes. Okay. But I'm, <laughs> what, you can watch some of it. Charlie Chaplin. Oh, okay. Char- oh, no, yeah. he played Charlie Chaplin. Oh, 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 oh. Robert, Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. Oh yes. 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 He's, he's one of my favorites. Oh, Chaplin yes. to me one he's of the best of movies. Favorites. And he's good. was a Big City, Big Nights, or Big Lights, Big City. Mm, I think sure. it was with sure. Michael J. Fox. I also really love Jim Carrey. 
He's really good. Jim Carrey's. Oh, oh my God! Is some the the is he made of rubber? <laughs> it's I think just he is. some of the faces and everything. He's I like, how he does he do that? I think probably the. My favorite movie that he was in was Truman Show. I think that was my favorite movie. See, so he's oh, like John Cougar yeah, Mellicane because really he's like, gone by yeah. three different names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. Well, I think when he first started, which was SNL, in no, Living Color, no, in Living no, Color, no, 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 before, before that, that right? oh, before that, so, yeah. I, I think he went by Jimmy Carey. Then huh. on in Living Color was James Carey, James Carey. and then yeah. Jim Carey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was uh, Lauren Hunt in the Vampire movie. Oh my God! Back in oh, way, way, way yeah. back in the eighties. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, he was the one who got bit. Yeah. Well, God, what was the name of what that movie? Once bitten or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. You're talking. Yeah. I was like a real oh my little. God. I was yeah, really young. I don't know if it was Jordan and Rose. We were alive. Yeah, I know. Just be quiet. He's in the alien <laughs> one with Jeff Goldblum. Um, oh, the fly. No, no, girls. Independence Day. No, no, it wasn't Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Good I girls aren't easier. Earth girls, Earth girls, Earth girls are easy. Earth girls are easy. Yeah. I've seen it. God, that was a long time ago too. It's, it's entertaining, but it's not worth. Not it's, it's, it's not just just watch the original movie theater for it. That's just watch the original. I was in the movie theater with the original. That's that's good. So. The original what? What movie? Were you uh, Independence Day. Day. Oh, Independence Day. Oh. We started our own conversation. Are you guys in school still? Like, are in college or? Well, you really like start. I I okay. So I am doing this all the time. I do a lot. In case of you, those of you listening, in case you don't know, you have four older people here, and it's like two kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do a lot of stuff. I I'm old um, enough to be everybody's father, probably. <laughs> um, no. I go to an online university. Okay. Uh, so that allows me the free time. Yes. My day job. I'm actually a software engineer. Okay. Um, and then I also do car stuff on the side for fun. I just got out of the automotive industry and moved over to oh, software. Oh, good job. Yeah. Really? It helps, you know, fund my uh, weekend film project. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What did you do in the automotive industry? Um, everything. Oh. Uh, I was a technician. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, my son's okay. a mechanic. Okay, awesome. Sweet. And, and he built hot rods on the side. Very cool. So I'm actually you... building a fast car right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what do you drive right now? Uh, I drive something not fast. I drive, <laughs> a... <laughs> I drive a 90-90 Suzy Trooper. Uh, I go off-roading with it. That's kind of like yeah. fun. My son just had to put his truck back together. His oh, yeah? three Toyota that he liked oh, going uh, off-roading. Forerunner? Yeah. No, he has a truck. Just a oh, little, a pickup. Yeah, pickup truck. Nice. Yeah, Those things just, are great. Yeah, he literally had to just put it back together. So it's mm. finally almost finished but yeah he wrecked it going off road yeah I, I i had a small incident recently with oh, my yeah. truck too oh, it's so. easy easy to they're do. all just incidences yes. yeah no i was just uh, you know cut out the rocker panel put a new door on all good mm-hmm. I, need, I need to i need to i need to work on my car too <laughs> <laughs> now what about you ben you're now i know you're out of high school right yes right. So, but you're still going to college or yeah, a, i'm a i'm a, a technically i'm a junior in the honors college at Towson university okay um I just changed my major, so I have added an extra year on, so that's why I said I'm technically a junior. uh, If you don't change your major at least once, you're not doing it right. Yeah, so I'm a business administration major there and a film minor. Okay. Um, And then I work, I just cut it down to like a day a week at Redner's, the local grocery store, Uh, and then the rest of my time is devoted to making uh, videos for local companies and working on our film. That was going to be my next question. So, yeah, because, I mean, the whole thing we've been talking about supporting local businesses and all. How does a local business get a hold of you if they want if they want a video, whether for their website, mm-hmm. um, preferably for their website, because I think more people now see it on the website than on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do they get a hold of you? So the best way to contact us is pretty much either through email or through calling us. So our email 
is info at grandproductionfilms.com, and then we'll respond with a, a, a private company email from that. So it's, the okay. address is different, but it goes to the same place. Um, and then our phone number is 443-910-5163. Um, and you can find that on our website as well. Um, if we don't answer, we'll leave a message. We'll call you back. We'll call you back, yeah. Um, yeah but uh, that's probably the best way. Our, our website is... Uh, is a great way to see kind of who we are a little bit and then email us. Even if you don't really know what you want or you're not sure if it's out of your price range or what 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 would be the best, best way to approach it, um, just email us and we'll, we'll, we'll see what works best for you. Um, so, so you help them out even if they don't. Yeah, and, and because we're, we're, we're fairly new. Yeah. Uh, we offer pretty competitive and flexible rates. Um, you know what, but don't stop doing that. I mean, I, I'm seriously, because I've had my DJ business since 86. And I have people call me all the time for weddings or whatsoever, and I tell them, first of all, I said, look, even if you don't hire us, if you need any advice, yeah, yeah, well, I'll help you. Of course, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I've had people call me back, they didn't book us, and then call me back yelling at me, mm -hmm. oh, you could have done it for a cheaper rate. No. <laughs> yeah, at a certain level, you have to cover oh, the yeah. cost. I had a woman yeah. call me up, reaming me up because... I would not drop my rate to DJ her daughter's wedding, and the DJ they hired forgot the song, the 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 bride and groom's song, mm. and announced the name wrong. Oh wow! But she was yelling at me. It's like the two, like call the DJ. Yeah, you know, right? Exactly. Oh my goodness! Wow! It's like, and I told her, I said, "You're gonna get what you pay for." Exactly. That's so true. Yeah. We can we can offer it's really true. great really great quality for a pretty low price, right. but if you have a decent budget, you can get some really amazing stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like just well, I think with two, with what you do and with the a lot of people don't realize there are still fees you have to put out too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It costs yeah. money. It's not just time; it's equipment and paying cast yes. and crew. Yeah. And uh, a, a big thing too is you don't want to cut your prices too much because then that hurts everybody in the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. You, you need your prices to stay to a point where other people can compete with you legitimately and still make a living off of it and make a profit. Yes. You need to this. be fair. Out of the mouths of young ones. <laughs> yeah, it, he's 100% right. He's 100% right. People don't realize They don't realize it. They, don't no, realize they, don't. It. they just want to undercut everybody and yeah. screw everything up for everyone. And it's, yeah. it's very tempting for it's new, new people me. like myself because, because we have that backdrop of like, my parents will help me out or something. It's yeah. Like, you're not... You you don't necessarily need it as much, and yeah. so you can you can work a little bit and get cut really low. And I, I don't I try to be flexible, but um, I'd be realistic as well. Well, and I see with your know, video because you know like I've been doing weddings since '86. Yes, I'm that old. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people because they think if they have a camera, they're all of a sudden a videographer, mm. and they're not yeah. or a photographer. Yeah. Yeah. You know it doesn't work that way. You yeah. Know? It takes a lot of training. It takes years. And a good eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes, it takes a, a long time. Yeah. But um, you can still get a, a, a good quality video, and you can add aspects to it that will mm -hmm. increase the price, but you can you can take aspects away. So, for instance, real estate videos is one thing that we do. We can do the video for a pretty low pri price, but then if you want a drone in there, it's going to cost a little bit more because we have to pay for the drone. Right. But you get that added level of quality. But you don't have to pay for that. You can cut costs in certain areas, and we'll work with you. Mm -hmm. Did I see something where drones, they're going to require... Um, License? Yes. Oh, that's already yeah, a thing. It's already a thing? It's been a thing for 
about I think two or three years. Probably. Really? No, actually more than that. Probably like four. But yeah, you need. It's not insanely hard to get a license, but um, you do need to have a license to fire them. Mm. They've cracked down on it. Yeah, a lot and recently. if you if you get caught, you know, yeah. if you like crash into a telephone pole or something like that, it's and you, you should be flying to say. It's smart to have insurance because they can get pretty dangerous if if something goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's another cost that people don't really think about is the risk that you take right. with any venture. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to be compensated for that risk or reward that possibility of profit or loss is, yeah. Yeah. is pretty important. Sounds like, see, you guys should have a video for your grand opening for your website when you... It's all about networking. You know. yeah, it's all about networking. It's a lot about who you know. Uh, one thing that... Uh, that oh crap, what was I going to say? <laughs> uh, uh, you're too young to forget already. <laughs> oh, this no. is how you are now. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Oh, you, gonna my memory gets pretty bad sometimes. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> one of the things that I really, really love uh, about because one thing I, I love to do is build a business, mm -hmm. um, and and I just incorporate <laughs> that into my passion for filmmaking and videography um, is incorporating that into building other people's businesses. See? Making a video of other <laughs> business, and I thrive off of that. So for one video I did recently for a, uh, he's a Holocaust survivor who has written a book about, he's also a sociologist and, and incorporated that into his book. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to promote his book. So we made a video for him and then we marketed it for him. Awesome. And I thrive off, it's like, oh, we're getting really great results from this marketing. It's like, I'm really happy about that. It's not necessarily benefiting me. I'm not getting more money because he's doing well. I'm just really happy that he's doing right, well. Right. And I thrive oh, off wow. of that. Is this a local guy? He's uh, in Towson. Really? Wow. Yep. I got to get you uh, his information from you because that's somebody, you know, with the lines, I would love to have him come in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's been a professor at, I think, like four or five different universities. He's, he's a really cool guy. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Now, you and I, when I met you, mm -hmm. and it wasn't at the store, um, <laughs> you talked about something that you want to do, not just in the county, but mainly in Joppa Town, mm -hmm. a film festival. Yes. So, which Harford County apparently doesn't have one? No. Uh, I, there may be some small ones in Harford County, okay. well, but not ones that come to mind. I don't want to say that there aren't because I'm not 100% <coughs> sure. Okay. But, from me knowing as a filmmaker too, I've never seen one, um, and I definitely know there's not one in Joppa Town. Um, mm. So, we, yeah, we, we I was uh, I work a lot with one person named Dave Getty. We do a lot of mm -hmm. videos together, um, and he and I were thinking about how to get in touch with more filmmakers in the local area. Um, and one way we thought was to start a film festival. Uh, it would be open to not only filmmakers in Joppa Town but across the state. Right. But um, that was our initial incentive to try to start is to kind of bring people, local artists and filmmakers together. But then it also really blossomed into this really cool idea of like the arts and having this really special, unique event where everybody comes in Java Town to see a film festival. People who might not have heard of Java Town before can come and be like, right. oh, this is such a, a beautiful community and stuff like that. So they can come watch great videos, films. Uh, we can have different uh, opportunities for panels. Uh, we can bring in uh, guest filmmakers, uh, maybe John Waters, you know, I don't know. <laughs> hey, eventually it could grow. That um, would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> we can have uh, educational panels where people can learn how to use equipment uh, and opportunities for mm -hmm. people who remember. There's things like film's kind of cool because when I first started filming, I was like, that would be a cool job. Yeah. I'll never have it, but that would be really cool. How, how cool would it be to just go to a film studio one day and just that's what you do for a yeah. living? I was like, 
I guess I'll try that. So <laughs> that's kind of how I started. And I was just like, oh, let me go for it. So I want to give people an opportunity yeah. to go and like meet people, learn, see if that's something you really want. I mean, think about how here. incredible that is, because you know, especially if it touches young kids, because right. you know, you said oh, you yeah. guys have been doing this since you were twelve. Yeah. You know, so having the opportunity to expose, you know young kids to that you yes. know you never know what creative spark they're going to fall into it's and such that's an going to be thing. you know such a passion to oh, people yeah exactly so, finding their dream right yeah. finding yeah. out something that they'd never explored before and so. i think doing a job ten is a, a good place to do to start because you have and you may not know this but there are a lot of people four three or four that i could think of right offhand from the job ten edgewood area that are big in the film industry whether as an actor, a producer, an editor, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Dale Mick, Mick, I'm going to get the name, name wrong, Dale Mickiff, who does a lot of sci-fi TV now, was also in, okay, you're, you guys ain't going to remember the TV series. Remember the Magnificent Seven, the TV oh, series? Yeah. He was in that. He The first sort movie, Elvis, Elvis and Me, he played Elvis. <laughs> um, Wendy um, Davis from okay. Joppa Town. Um, who's in Scandal, Army Wives, and all that. Dwayne Tudor, who went to school with me, does a lot of editing and everything. Actually just wrote a book about Prince, too, <laughs> which came out. So there's a lot of people That's from the so cool. area. If I somehow had no idea. Yeah. Wow. yeah <laughs> uh, Dave Getty, the one guy I work with a lot, he uh, he worked on some films with Don Dohler. I don't know if you remember Don Dohler. I, d I didn't know Don Dohler The name the sounds time. familiar. Um, he worked on a film called Alien Factor. Okay. Back, it was, I think it was in the 70s. But uh, so, so he he grew up with film, and that's something really interesting. That he he works on pretty much all of my projects, and he's like very old school, like all these old school thoughts. And then I'm bringing all the new stuff, and then we're <laughs> combining, combining it. And it's just Which so is awesome. Yeah. We learn so much from each other. Yeah. Like I'll teach him some editing stuff, and he'll be like, "Well, this is the common practice for cleaning a lens," and like. If you work with film, don't do that. And I was like, oh, this is just so cool, bringing old and new together and learning together. Um, and it brings a really dynamic group together. It's, it's pretty cool. So we got to get this film festival going on then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Figure it takes a year to plan something at least. Yeah. It, it'll take It'll take well, probably at least We should have long, forever, but, forever Red done by then. Yeah, sure. we, we plan to finish filming Forever Red in uh, mid-January and then have that out in a few months after that to go to festivals and uh, we premiered our last film, Duplicity, at the Senator Theater in uh, Towson. Um, we'll probably... Is it in Towson? Is it in... Yeah, it's in yeah. Towson. Okay. Senator's in Towson, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and we'll probably premiere Forever Red there as well, uh, whether that's before or after the festivals. Not sure yet, uh, but... Because um, certain festivals have premiere requirements, so it just depends. But eventually, yes, it will be available to everybody. Um, be nice if there was still a movie theater here in Java Town. <laughs> That's our next project. <laughs> well, we used there used to be one. See, again, you guys are so yeah. young, you don't know this, but yeah, where the shopping center is now, because it was more like a L shape, and there was a movie theater back there. Wow. You because know, I remember um, I wasn't allowed to go, but my mother took my sister to see The Exorcist and scared them <laughs> to death. I was like, it's <laughs> <laughs> so funny because when my kids watched that movie, they were like, You were scared of this, Mom? This my son awful. laughed. <laughs> I know, too. That's what my kids did. They laughed. I they were like, did too. These, I thought it was hysterical. These special effects are horrible, Mom. It did, yeah, you they know. really scared me. I was I, like I think 12 probably I think the most, when I saw it. No, it scared me. The, the horror movie me. that scared me the most, the original Apocalypse Now. 
I'm not Apocalypse Now. Jeez. Amityville. I'm sorry. Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror. Yeah, that one scared me too. Yeah, the original. Unfortunately. Not the remake. I have a really good imagination. So, like, movies stop and my imagination keeps going. So. Apocalypse Now. Where the hell did that because the zombie thing we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. We were talking about zombies earlier. Brandon looked like a zombie. <laughs> 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 I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Probably one of the best lines. It was. The flight of the Valkyries coming. It was definitely. Sorry. So are you hoping to have a festival for next summer? Um, That's our hope. It's still very early on. Um, so there's a lot that will need to go into it, so I can't make any promises, but that's what we hope. Um, okay. Definitely when it's still warm out, yeah. uh, roughly, roughly a year from now. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I really hope you... Yeah, we hope you definitely achieve together, that. Yeah, yeah I think it would be really, really <laughs> cool. Um, and we'd have local businesses in the area that can pitch, put up tents and uh, market their own products as yeah. well. And, Advertise okay. before yeah. before showings, stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, and we'll have like a brochure and everything with the list of schedules for films and everything. And there's opportunities for sponsorship areas and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It should be really cool. Yeah. But yeah. I'm really excited yeah. the way yeah. film's going Definitely. because if you think like the very first film with with a train, the very first film was like a train coming uh, in a uh, ter- like a terminal, and okay. people who were watching it for the first time, who didn't have any sound or anything, like jumped back and they screamed because they thought the train was going to hit them. That was the very <laughs> first film. Yeah. I think so. Well, wow. actually, there, well, there, there was one. It was like there was a lot of first, first films. Yeah, it was one of the very first films. Uh, the old thing that you went like this. I are are, you, are you talking about the Great Train Robbery? Maybe. Are you talking about a feature film? No, no. no it was, just it was, it was really, really short. Okay. Uh, I, it's to my knowledge, it was one of the first films. I could be wrong. Garrett knows a little bit more about it than me. <laughs> but, 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 He's but on the phone <laughs> Early on, a train was coming and people like jumped out. Scared because they, they never seen yeah. anything again. Yeah. So it's just, like if you think we, from that to where we are now and like VR. Oh and, god, yeah. And, it's just, and like 3D used to be the biggest thing now and then they're just like, oh, I guess we'll go to the IMAX 3D and put on these glasses and it's like we take a lot of things for granted and yeah. it's it's changing a lot. You know yeah, that what? stuff never worked on me. Really? Yeah, it was always blamed it, on my glasses. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't work too, dumb. too too much. <laughs> in my opinion, I never understood the idea of 3D. T- I mean, they were selling 3D TVs, but you still had to wear yeah, the glasses. It didn't really work yeah. out that <laughs> it, it was, yeah. I, it it was sense bad. It really yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I didn't buy one. No. <laughs> I, was, I had no intention of buying that. Film in and of itself is like, I don't know, people try out different things with yeah. it, but it always yeah. stays to be its core. Like, you yeah. know, you added sound, which was a big thing. That stuck. You added color. That was a big thing. That stuck. You know, you you change aspect ratios from you know four by three to to sixteen to, by nine to sixteen by nine generally for television and you know true anamorphic, which is what we stick with for most major motion pictures today. Mm-hmm. True um, what? Anamorphic. anamorphic. <laughs> um, okay, so okay, most most films He's if you watch them on your TV on your sixteen by nine TV, you'll have bars on the top and the bottom. Right. Yeah. That's because it's not at a 16 by 9 aspect ratio. It's actually wider than a typical television. Okay. Also known as widescreen. Most, most I thought that's what 16 <laughs> by 9 was. I, like, look at, I, see, I thought that was widescreen. The t- you know, your TV well, well most, most real, like, major motion pictures are shot super widescreen, if you want to call yeah. it that. It's called And then you got IMAX, oh. too. Is it IMAX? And, uh, I, IMAX is ginormous. Yeah. It's not uh, <laughs> anamorphic. Yeah. 
and they're heavy. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Actually, if you notice, if you if you pay attention, if you watch a film where the bar the black bars are not at the top and the bottom, they cut off the sides. Yes. Okay. So there's actually a little bit of things that, that are you happening missed. on the that you're missing. that you're missing. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool because like all these new innovations, the new fads and everything, and our new thing is to go back to film. Yeah. Like that's what we're doing right now is going back to film. And it's just, it's just really Because you know what? Film is so much better than the digital 3D and the all the, all the stuff. That's subjective. I but agree. Well, <laughs> in, in my opinion. And, and I think a lot I of people actually, realize that. It, I actually like 3D. I like you? it when it's something <laughs> like... Some um, good the graphics, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what's the movie about the guy that has the uh, stuff of the uh, kind of beautiful film? Um, and I'm not really good at remembering names. Me either. So. Um, <laughs> it's the one where it, they're like with the alien world. It was oh, Avatar. Oh, Avatar. Avatar. I yeah. love Avatar. Yeah. That, that was one in 3D. In 3D. Yeah, the, that James Cameron really oh. put that I've never one seen it. in 3D was awesome because of the way they did the graphics. If it's something really cool like that, right. then I will. I like not, to see it in 3D. Yeah, we're not knocking 3D. Yeah. No, no, there's, no. There's I'm not no saying that. Wrong way to make a film. It's just it's, it's I, art. It's, yeah, it's purely yeah. subjective. It's a different type of art. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but with, it's it's really interesting with film. It's expensive. Uh, but yeah. in, a, in a lot of ways, it, you know, people knock on shooting celluloid and saying that it's expensive. For something smaller like Forever Red, the price really shows. But when you step up to above a low-budget project, film tends to become cheaper in a lot of ways. Because yeah. you, if you rent out an Alexa or you know, and all the equipment necessary for that, you'll end up noticing that it's cheaper to shoot on 35 than it is to shoot on an Ari Alexa, um, hmm. just because the way numbers add up and they, they, they turn out to be. Hmm. Interesting. I'm, good, I, I'm probably going to get the name of the movies wrong. Um, grind, grindhouse movies? The horror movies? I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Was but that I on film or was it because... That's the because black and white with the colors, the pop colors, right? Yeah, yeah. but it looked like old film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't a, know if it there's was done There's a possibility that there's a oh. filter applied. Was it Rob Zombie they, that directed they, it? They, they did uh, Sin City. Yes. Sin City. Oh, Sin City. Oh, that, that's, yeah, that. the, yeah, but that's Robert Rodriguez. Okay, now I'm thinking like of... Uh, it was, yeah, it's like that. Or it's where black it's and like white, a, but like yeah. a tie will be a certain color or an umbrella. Yeah, that, that, that's know. all. That was there, There's an, an entire group of genre of yes. movies. Yeah, and I might be thinking of something different. I think it was a, it was a Rob, one of, maybe a couple of Rob Zombie's movies that he did mm-hmm. with the, the guy that played the clown or whatever. But it looked like... Hmm. Yeah, how you get the old film burning up and all that. Yeah, <laughs> the beginning of it looked like that. Hmm. And at first, I'm thinking, "Oh, good man, the whole movie's gonna be like this." All and it wasn't. <laughs> so, but you guys got anything to add? Uh, no, I'm. Um, I mean, I would just. I, I'll always push my business too. But <laughs> oh, hey! And I tell, I'll tell you guys. I tell, and Aaron knows. Anytime you guys want to come back on. You're more than welcome. Definitely, you got to come back on when when the movie starts. Yeah, well, we uh, definitely uh, love to. Love to, to uh, if you do want to, uh, we can keep you updated as to when filming is, and you can join us on the set and see how it is. Ooh. No, uh, I was gonna say because you, you don't, don't have want, to be no, and not in the yeah, film. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I ain't paying for that camera. It could be oh too expensive. You know. Insurance. We have insurance. It's, it's uh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, I just I really uh, I enjoy what I do. And That's good. Uh, I enjoy uh, helping other businesses, and, and I uh, think that it's a really great opportunity to use video within your business to help promote it and 
we'd love to. As long as you don't have my face on there, you're right. <laughs> very, very good. Jessica, Aaron, you guys got anything to add? Uh, this was wonderful, I and mean, then we were so glad to meet you guys and yeah, it was great hear to what you. you have to say, and excited yeah. to see where your company goes in the future, and maybe we can collaborate. Um, <laughs> but no, I, as far as you know, our our venture, you know, Jessica's got her her piece, and she's going to keep going with her art, and I'm going to keep going with my clothes, and you know, this is just an extension of our businesses, and we want as many cool people along for the ride. <laughs> so nice. That's kind of where I feel about it. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute. I have one more question for you guys. Okay. Real quick. I meant to ask this. Do you guys do any um, seminars teaching people uh, about film? That's not something that we offer right now, but it is something that uh, Dave Getty and I have thought about. Okay. Um, and it's something we may Am I qualified to teach anybody about <laughs> Well, <laughs> see, the way... The way the anybody way can we, teach anybody anything, yeah, really. And we're not, like, necessarily... If like, anybody so knows that, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, I mean, eventually we'll probably actually move into doing right. something like that, just offering some of our wisdom. Right. You're not guaranteed okay. oh, to, not to get like jobs with it or anything, but you can learn a little bit, yeah. t test the waters. I learned something new today. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of things you learn, especially from Dave Getty being Great. old school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, There's a lot of practices that people it's don't really think about when you're on like really professional set. There's some people are really, really, really strict. Right. If you wear sandals to a shoot, like you're off the shoot, like you're gone. Like how dare you wear open-toed shoes to a there, there, there's a there's a tech, wow. there's a special like leaving cases open or closing them. Oh there, there's gosh. oh my god, people get very picky about certain things. So so wow. yeah, it, it could be it, it, it's it would be really beneficial to some people to have something like that where yeah. they can learn a little bit of the thing like never leave a case closed and not locked like like things that you, then you won't have to make that mistake to learn it because yeah. you learn things from making mistakes. Mm -hmm. But uh, at least you can sometimes you can learn from bit. other people's wisdom as well. Yeah, yeah. I learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Trouble? I mean, Trisha, you have anything to add? <laughs> you well, sure? I, well, each one of you, I actually want to talk with you. Absolutely. Do you want me to talk with You've had an hour to talk to. <laughs> hour and a half. I'm not going to talk. What? Oh, wow. You've had an hour and a half to talk about. <laughs> to try and talk over you? Goodness gracious. Oh, jeez. I want to thank you all for coming on. Um, once again, if you want to be a guest on the Harford County Living Podcast, just Contact me, 443-982-0250, or email podcast at harfordcountyliving.com. Uh, business, organization, or if you want to just sit in and ask questions and talk, you know, uh, like Trisha, you know, and just kick me or whatever. Um, <laughs> you're always more than welcome. So, uh, once again, thanks, guys, and uh, good luck Thank on you. the opening. Good Thank luck. You. With thanks for the having film festival is going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. We're going to make sure. Oh, yeah. uh, and the beard oil, don't forget to talk to Trisha yes, about. Yes. You know, <laughs> I'm feeling, mine's Christmas feeling softer gifts. already. I love it. Aww. It is. <laughs> oh, so we'll have to see if we can get a, a local beard oil company to, you know. Absolutely. And then we'll market for it. Oh, yeah, there, you, there you we make go. that? She makes it. That's what I, she does. Every I'm time. a soap maker. Okay. I make um, lotion bars. Awesome. I make beard products awesome. as well. Yeah, Sweet. we definitely need Beard, that. not beer. Beer. <laughs> We can move into beer. Yeah, well, the first time she said that, I thought she said beer. Uh-oh, now you're getting into yeah, beer, beer making, flavored. too? I do have a soap that's made with beer. Nice. Oh. My husband will want that one. I have a soap that's made he with wine. He can't eat it. That won't matter. <laughs> it's not going to Somebody's, It'll gonna, just somebody's going to try that. He has two t-shirts that say, life without beer? I don't think so. And he alternates wearing them all the time. So. I have a buffer sticker that I got at the farm fair that says... Um, 
Life without farmers is uh, life without beer. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> I love it. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> thanks for having us. Yes, thank you so much. It was great. Thank, thank you, you for, for having coming. us. Who invited you? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to Trish. Like Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have many for you. Thank you. I'm going to give Ah, falls here. Leaves are changing colors, which also means they're falling all over the ground. And that's the part everybody hates, is getting out there just cleaning up all those leaves. Well, call Green Machine Lawns. Green Machine Lawns will go ahead and take care of the leaf removal for you. And if you still need your grass cut, they'll take care of that as well. So, give them a holler. Tell them Rich from Hartford County Living sent you. Just call them right now at 443-863-YARD. That's 443-863-YARD.